Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Chase your dreams across the sky. get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit penfed.org/auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Is that you visit ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. It's your one-stop shop for Heels and Quads wrestling podcast merchandise. And we got plenty of it for you. You won't regret it. You know you need some new shirts. You need some new swag. So hit up ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads to help support the show and help fix that damn wardrobe of yours. ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast the answer is so so simple anchor it's free there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone tablet or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple podcasts and wherever you listen to your podcast you can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners downloads everything i mean it's so simple if you're creating something get paid for it it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now
Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Heels and Quads Interview of the Week. Joining me this evening, you may know him as co-creator of Mortal Kombat, the face of Johnny Cage, and, of course, the Mortal Kombat ninjas, Reptile, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and Smoke. Master Daniel Piscina joining the show. Master Piscina, thank you so much for your time this evening. Thank you, Tommy. Thanks for having me on, and hello to everyone out there at Heels and Quads. So my opening question is going to be a little different because you're not a professional wrestler, obviously, but can you tell us a little bit how you got into martial arts? Because I understand you got into it very young. Yeah, I got it into very young. Actually, when I was younger, my brothers and I and my dad would uh, watch wrestling. But it was uh, Dick the Bruiser, the Crusher. It was really old, old school stuff. Wow! See, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I've heard any interview with you where you mentioned that. Uh, yeah, we were uh, my dad on, uh, uh, you know, all through TV because uh, there were at the time there was only three brothers. Carlos wasn't born yet. But back in the day, we would all, that was family time. My mom would escape us, and we would uh, we would watch wrestling with, with my dad. And I think that's what really started me with eventually getting into martial art is that whole relationship with uh, my father and my brothers kind of wrestling around. And eventually, uh, even back then, uh, there was a show called uh, Charlie Chan, a, a detective, Chinese detective. And during one of the episodes, uh, he drew a guy. And I was just like, holy cow, because he's just short, chubby guy. And here's this big guy coming at him. And uh, he drew him. My dad was like, dad laughed. And he goes, I could teach you that throw. Because my dad was in the U.S. military, uh, Korean War. So he actually taught me that throw, my first throw. And, and I wanted to learn more, but at the time... Uh, Kids my age with like seven, eight did not do martial arts. There was martial arts was only for you know uh, older teenagers and adults. So that's what started me off uh, doing martial arts. Is, is that my dad teaching me the first row after years of watching uh, wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> and see, I remember growing up as a as a young young child. My first real uh, experience with martial arts was at my nap time they would show the reruns of the 60s batman tv show with adam west cool but right after that they would show the the green hornet yeah with bruce lee as kato that was so that he's also an inspiration to me yeah yeah that i mean that but that was my first look at martial arts free mortal kombat <laughs> so Indirectly, as a young child, a martial artist was into my life before a video game. Yeah, it's funny how it goes. Here I am on a wrestling show, which a lot of people don't know that that actually got me to, you know, because it is it is an art form, too. It's, it's uh, you know, wrestlers are really athletic. Very. They're tough. Everybody's <laughs> You know, complaints at their stage, but you got to remember that the stuff they would do to you would kill you, <laughs> and that's not entertainment—at least not for us. You know, back in the day, mm. gladiators, sure, 
But, you know, for us, it is very much athletic and very, very real as it can be being a sport. I, I agree with you 100%. I've always said that it's an art form, and I don't think it gets the credit it deserves, which yeah, is probably I, one of the reasons why I do a podcast on it. But. Yeah, I, I would agree. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's fake. Well, let me let, let one of those guys give you a forearm across the friggin' throat, and let's see how, <laughs> right, how you feel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, from your, I mean, this goes back to your childhood, really. I mean, you grew up with John Tobias, who is obviously the co-creator with you on Mortal Kombat. Yeah, well, I mean, John is a, yeah, he, he's the main creator, but, I mean, you, you were there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, talk a little bit about growing up. I mean, how did you guys link up before, you know, obviously being an adult and starting the game? Yeah, back in the day, we used to play D&D together, Dungeons & Dragons, for those who don't know that. Uh, we used to, you know, hit the movies, do all this stuff. My brother, John, and we had another friend, uh, Andrew Pedalta, Andy, who, who later on helped John draw the first Mortal Kombat, Kombat comic book over a weekend. They stayed up for like two days drawing, I think, for the first MK comic book that, that you would spend a coupon in to get. But anyway, uh, they would do that, but I would spend my time practicing martial arts. So, but we would go always hang out, go to the kung fu movies, and and uh, I think the I feel the idea of of having a game because we always mention it. John sometimes mentions it. I have that actually. Uh, uh, him and I just talking about about this particular thing on my YouTube channel. Uh, but at one point when he was in art school, he was going to do, uh, he wanted to do a video project. They were having him do everything. He was an artist, and he was doing uh, graphic art also, you know, computer animation, but he w he wanted to do uh, a motion picture. So he called me up, and he's like, hey, let's do a motion picture. So John, myself, Rich, and Carlos drove, drove out to a local forest reserve because, again, we didn't, uh, we didn't really have a budget. We were just going to shoot it on the fly. And if we're out in a forest reserve, we don't need a permit or anything like that. We're just going to shoot in one day this martial art movie. And John was going to direct it, and uh, I was going to choreograph it, and Rich and Carlos were going to also, you know, uh, Rich is Kano, and uh, Baraka and Quan Chi, and my brother actually Braden. We were all going to just do this, and John was going to give hand it in for, an art, for his art project. So I think back then in that day, and this was a... Uh, Three, maybe three or four years before he thought of the idea for MK. So uh, I, I think that whole just friendship and just hanging around it. And the, the group was pretty good because uh, it had like martial artists. Again, uh, the guys from the first game, we knew each other back then. So they, they were all geeks too. So this whole geekdom band together to, to help John in his project. And it's nice that you're a geek because obviously I'm a geek and all of my subscribers are geeks because, Brothers, I mean, let's... Sisters, you know, yeah, we're geeks. It, it's cool to be a geek. Yeah, we have uh, some creative ideas, and that's the thing is like um, being a true geek. Like for MK, after we pitched the idea to Midway, they actually... At Midway, the owners and, and the programmers said no to the game, said it wasn't a good idea. 
they wanted to go on with a mainstream game that Jean-Claude Van Damme. They liked the idea of a fighting game, but they said no to us, that they're going to go big budget and do that. And I think that, you know, in their heart, they weren't geeky enough. They they wanted that mainstream appeal with, with Van Damme. Yeah, they wanted money. They sh- they sure liked that idea, but they they wanted to give it to Van Damme. I, I wasn't happy at the time, so you know I like Van Damme. I go, I'll pay for his movies, you know. But uh, you know he's a mainstream martial arts guy. I'm kind of like a geeky. You know, even if you follow me on on uh, social media, you'll see that I'm kind of more of an artsy type of traditional martial art guy. Which you can follow. Master Piscina on social media, Instagram, Master D Piscina, and Master Piscina on Twitter, Master Piscina on Facebook, and you can go to his website, masterpiscina.com. I think I hit them all. That's a free plug. Thank you. (laughs) You're so welcome. (laughs) I probably spend more prep time for interviews learning everybody's social media handles than anything. But it's surprising. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, you can remember them, which is always difficult, you know, for most people because you're, you know, you're shooting a show every week, you know, or, or you know, in a row, so you got to re- have a good memory. Uh, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, trivial knowledge. <laughs> so, okay, so going from Mortal Kombat, the original, to Mortal Kombat 2, what were the main differ- differences? Obviously, there was a bigger budget, but as far as, like, shooting the different sequences and stuff, like, and the moves, like, what what were the main differences? I mean, was there motion capture technology, you know, at this point, or how, because uh, I, I think in the first one, there was, like, a hitbox or something, if I'm, if my memory serves yeah, correctly. Yeah, actually, the with the first one, there was no motion capture, even for the second one, the motion capture was really expensive, so they're still, and still quite new. For the first one, we wanted to there was a video game with Jared from, it was like a Dungeons and Dragons player. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And John originally wanted to have our game look similar to that, but with, with live people and doing Kung Fu. So it was, a, as we proceeded, uh, we be, began to realize, he began to realize that, hey, we don't have the technology for that because we didn't even have uh, Photoshop back then. So... It took a long time to, you know, uh, add to to cut out the characters to place in a ba- uh, in a in a background, and uh, and again the, the the first character we shot was Johnny Cage, so even the way we shot him was different than we shot Kano, which was the second character, and that was different than we shot Raiden, the third character, which and then that was different than we shot. Uh, Sonya, the fourth character, and the fifth character was the ninjas, and the sixth character was uh, Hosang Lu Kang. At least that's the order we finished them in. Uh, so, you know, it kept growing. By the time we got the second game, we had it all kind of hashed out. Two, there was enough ideas from the first game that we started to have them in the second game. Like the idea for a friendship originally, that Liz Malecki's idea, and I was I uh, thought of her I thought of her uh, fatality as a kiss of death. And when I mentioned it, she was like, "Wow, wow! Why do I have to kill somebody? Why can't we just be friends?" And we started laughing. But that idea just stewed, you know, to have friendship. And to and two, when 
when people would come and watch us film the game, because we kind of create, number one, we created the game backstory while we were filming. It wasn't like uh, we had an idea of what the backstory was. We were like, oh, this character is a uh, you know, Hollywood star, uh, looks like uh, Daniel Rad from Iron Fist Kung Fu. And then we just started shooting, I just started shooting off that, making a personality. And that's what happened basically in the first two games. We let the uh, actors come up with their personalities and their movements. But so by the time the second game came around, we had streamlined the method and the way we did it. Uh, we had streamlined it, so we were able to uh, do more of the fun stuff, like having the friendship or just goofing around uh, and having like uh, still a fighting game, but a little bit uh, more poking fun at just life, I guess. Just joking around because we were always joking around while we were filming. Uh, so that and you know, in MK1, the first MK, we shot it with John's dad's so we didn't even have a camera to shoot the game. We had to actually <coughs> for John to lend us his, John's dad to lend his camera. So, and naturally with the second game, they bought a high, uh, professional digital camera. That's why you don't see that much behind the scenes footage, is because there's no, everything was digital. Everything they didn't need, they tossed out right away. As opposed to the first game, the first four days of filming, all that is gone because we switched over it to save money. Wow. To save space. So the first part of the history, the true creation of the game, which was John and I in a, in a basically a storage closet for three days, three or four days, eight hours a day, testing out what we were going to do with the game. It was all gone. I couldn't imagine to see, like, that first day. That, I mean, like you said, that's history. Yeah, it was just like... And again, John was just like, this is what he, he was like, okay, you need a punch to the face. And I was like, okay. So I would just start throwing all kinds of blows and punches, strikes to the face. You know, different type of punches, eye pokes, palms, you know, eagle claw, crane, crane mantis, seeing how that would turn up looking at, you know, looking on a camera. And then we did that for, you know, he would be like, okay, we got to do, you know, low punch. And then I was like, oh, we got to. You know, once I did an elbow, he was like, oh, we got to have an elbow. And so all of a sudden we started exploring different types of elbows. So it took, like, like I said, it took us a while to figure out, oh, this would, this move looks like that, you know, because it's two-dimensional. So all of a sudden, like a front kick would look like an axe, high front kick looks exactly like an axe kick, which is a kick you raise over someone's head and hit them on the top of the head or through to the nose. So the, those kicks look the same on 2D. So all of a sudden we started figuring out what would work and what would not. You know, one thing that I, I wanted to share is, is the fact, you know, I, everybody that listens to the show knows I have three boys. And I don't think I've ever shared this story before, but, you know, they're, they're you know, young, still young, and they like to play video games. So, you know, I'll hook up the Sega Genesis and be like, okay, let's, let's play some Mortal Kombat. And that's one of our favorite games to play together. And they get mad because the only person that I can still beat them with is Johnny Cage. That's my favorite character. <laughs> Always has been since the day I got the game. But, I mean, I, I mean, does it, does it, exactly. 
do you – I mean, does it blow your mind that those original games, those original two games are so popular to this day? Um, I don't think so because, you know, they're, they're popular because one, one and two were definitely – one definitely uh, was done out of love. That, you know, that's our geekness. We were able to do more. Number two – we were able to do more, but the company definitely started seizing control of, like, the creative side. You know, they were kind of, uh, uh, you know, because they started thinking merchandising and we got to control this or that. But uh, people recognize that, too. And uh, when we play games like that, we would play, you know, everything's online now. Before, you had to play next to, sitting next to someone. You know, and that kind of thing, you get to hang out with people and you build friendships. A lot of times when people see MK or even see me at conventions or anything like that, it brings them back and they're all of a sudden they're, you know, 7, 8 years old, 12 years old, 13 years old. You know, they're like, oh man, hanging out with my best friend in the basement or at the arcade or wherever they played it. It just brings back memories and I think that's really why the games are are really popular. It, it, it's not only a game, it was, you know, a part of a childhood that people really could could embrace and have good memories of. And, I mean, we we can end it there, man. I mean, you just said. <laughs> uh, man, I, I really appreciate your time. It, it's been an honor to have you on. Um, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks, and, thanks for your time. And th- thanks for my memories. And. Uh-huh. You saying that just like I have like this flood of me and my brothers and this little kid playing playing Mortal Kombat. It's it's cool. really cool, and awesome. the fact that you know now I can share it with my kids. It, it this this means a lot, and I can't wait to play this back for them. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Just tell me when you're going to uh, tell me when you bring it out, and so I can share it. Absolutely. Thank awesome. you so much, Master Piscina. Like okay. I said, it's okay. been an honor, and uh, look forward to uh, possibly talking to you again in the future. Okay, awesome. Stay warm. Take care. Okay, bye. Chase your dreams across the sky. Never let your vision die. Chase your dreams across the sky. Never let your vision die. Shine your light so bright. Let you shine in the night. credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. 
With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at mrsmyers.com.